Hi, this is Chandler Giampietro. And this is Jared Galanos. And this is the Wrigleyville Bros Podcast. So today on the podcast, we have Brian Fox, and we're going to talk a little bit about White Sox baseball, some Cubs baseball, and then we're going to talk a tiny bit about Roosevelt baseball and how his season is looking. And after that, we're going to talk about our first experiences with going to baseball games and our withdrawals now that you're not able to go to baseball games, or at least for the time being. So... First, what did I say we were going to start with? I don't remember. Sox and Cubs talk. Yeah, Sox and Cubs talk. Okay, so things that I like that the Sox did, obviously they went out and got Lance Lynn. I think that's a big move, kind of bolsters the back half of your rotation. Puts a three guy there. He's been a Cy Young vote guy. Um, Also went out and got Adam Eaton. That's a little bit of eh, but I think it'll lengthen up. Could be a weird signing. Could be a great signing. Yeah, it's kind of that weird middle ground. Because uh, I feel like the White Sox have like a lot of big bats, and to have like a smaller guy who will take more pitches kind of wear him out a little yeah, bit. That absolutely. could be a good uh, right field option. But the Sox have been god awful in right field the last few yeah, years. Like yeah, definitely. John Jay, uh, who else? X Cub. Uh, yeah, Ryan, <laughs> Ryan Cordell. Um, that was an outfield option in right field for a while. Um, so hopefully Adam Eaton's an improvement and getting him back on the south side. Uh, lastly, Liam Hendricks, that's a massive. That, that's a big sign. That's yeah. huge. Yeah, that's, I think he's the best reliever in the game. Um, yeah. Pro- arguably. Yeah. Um, he's and, definitely a top three reliever in baseball. Yeah. And obviously with uh, Tony La Russa, I mean, you could go either way. But, I mean, he, he knows how to manage Probably he's a winning coach. Yeah, that the bottom line. That's yeah. That's what he is. Okay, and we'll we'll go on to uh, the Cubs moves. What what did the Cubs do uh, this off season? Um, they the signings have been weird for the for as a Cubs fan right now because we're in this like middle ground where like they could go balls to the wall and actually still be good, or you could trade and make deals to try to start the rebuild. Yeah, and we've kind of done again the middle range where we sign people like Arietta. And we signed Marquecas, and we signed Jock Peterson, like just guys that like, it's kind of like why replacements and kind of because you lose Schwarber, so you get Jock Peterson, yeah. pretty much the same guy. Yeah. Uh, John Lester leaves, and then you get, get Arietta. Arietta, but kind of the same guy, but Arietta's kind of on a downturn. So uh, so is Lester. Like. Yeah. Um. So it's kind of a, a weird a weird time to be a Cubs fan, kind of where the Sox were a few years back when the Cubs decided to rebuild, where it's like, hey. We have some good players in a high payroll, um, but we're not really even close to winning. Yeah, that you could go balls to the wall and you want and make say a big signing. Yeah, but which you they have, haven't done. Yeah, and you, you also kind of can't do because of money. But yeah, then you have guys on the books. They're not like trading yeah. people away or. So it's like now, like I feel like as fans, we want to know what is our team doing. And it feels like if I were a Cubs fan, I wouldn't know what my team's you, doing. There is no... I would like to, like, a plan. Like, just <laughs> yeah. Give me something with... What's the look towards the future? Are we, yeah. And are we balls to the wall till, for 2022, 2023? Or are we yeah. looking for 2025, 2026? Yeah. Like, and um, is Chris Bryant's been shopped around, too? That's, yeah. like, confusing. I, yeah, he'll be... I think he'll be shopped off this year. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, and then now we're going to talk about, uh, so the Roosevelt baseball season, it's 
Uh, been a while. March was their their last game, and uh, now we're talking about having a game next weekend, right? Yep. Isn't that right, Brian? Yep. Next, we're, our first game is scheduled for next Saturday, the twenty seventh. And uh, I heard there's supposed to be snow. What's the deal if there's snow during the game? We're gonna play. We're we're our plan is right now is if there's snow on the field, we're gonna shovel it off the field and we're gonna get ready to play. <laughs> yeah. As long as it doesn't snow, say Friday night or Saturday morning, looks like we're we're gonna play no matter what. Yeah, that's brutal having to shovel. Um, how how is the season looking so far? How are you feeling about this season? Uh, look, I think I think we're gonna be pretty good. I'm looking I'm looking forward to it. I just think. We didn't have really a fall season, so I think we might struggle to start, but I think we'll be able to get through it, and I think we're going to have a really good season. Mm-hmm. And personally, do you have any goals, or as a team, do you have any goals for um, that you're looking for? Um, as a team, obviously, we want to win conference. We yeah. want to win the conference championship. And then more individual goals, I want I want to win the uh, CCAC Gold Glove for a catcher. Yeah. That's my that's my goal. That's my personal goal. Yeah, sick. And then... Um, now we're going to transition because I just watched a six-part documentary series on Comiskey Park, and I'm, I want to nerd out a little bit. Um, so basically what the documentary series talked about is the 1990 White Sox series, or last season, and how it was Comiskey Park's last season. They were going to tear it down after the season and make a new ballpark the next year. Um, and then at the end of the documentary, the guy who was kind of voicing or narrating it talked about his first experiences at Comiskey Park and it kind of dawned on me and like the guy was so descriptive and the way he spoke and I, I damn near was gonna fucking cry like this <laughs> this guy really had a a way with his words and it it kind of spoke to me and I know a lot of my friends and my guests here we have a deep passion for baseball and I know we uh, have some pretty cool stories like our first first games and now that we're yearning for going to a baseball game because of the whole COVID pandemic, we'll kind of talk about that with the nostalgic side. So if you want to go first, uh, talk about your first Cubs game, or if that was even your first game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my first it was Cubs game. I just I don't remember like I don't remember exactly about what happened in the game. I don't remember who played, but mm-hmm. I just remember the we when I would always go as a kid, and it would be me, my dad, and my uncle. And we would do, we would always have like our routine we'd do too. So we'd leave in the morning, we'd drive up, we'd eat breakfast at this little place. I, I have to actually ask my dad what place we would actually go to. But we'd always stop at the same place, we'd get breakfast, and then we would head to the ballpark like a little early, watch the end of batting practice, and then just kind of sit around and wait for the game. Yeah. And uh, can you, like, do you remember how old were you, your uh, first game and probably like five or six i was yeah. pretty young yeah do you do you remember like anything from that day or just like general like feelings about going back to the ballpark just more general feelings i don't yeah. remember like any exacts any like specifics and was the there day. was there like one one game that like stood out like did you get a ball ever at a game or something like that um i will say the one game that stood out to me just because it was a cool little experience it was in 2016 it was Cubs versus Mariners, I believe it was. And what was cool about the game, it was the game that um, Joe Madden did all his switches. Mm-hmm. So we had, so uh, they had, um, I, forget, I forget the name of the pitcher, but he was, a, he was a lefty reliever for the Cubs. And he played, he was put on left, and he made like a crazy catch against the wall, against yeah. the Ivy. And then, and then the Cubs ended up winning that game on a, uh, 
on a sacrifice bunt in like the twelfth inning from John Lester. Oh yeah, I do pinch remember that. Pinch I do John remember that. that was was that game on ESPN? I think it was. I think yeah, it was that game. I do yeah. remember that game. That was one of my like coolest games. To remember, just because everything that just happened baseball wise mm-hmm. was just like holy shit, this is actually yeah. happening. <laughs> yeah, I have like I guess my I'll kind of butt in now. Um, like my personal story, I remember the first game that I went to. It was two thousand five, so the year that the White Sox won the World Series. And I remember my dad telling me we were going to take the CTA, and I'd never taken the train. Um, and I'm just standing on there, like, packed, like, smelling some 50-year-old man's hand <laughs> or something like that. And uh, we get there, and it was, like, the second inning because, I don't know, we are just a late family or something. And we show up, and we're, like, in the like th- like second or third deck. I can't remember. But um, I show up and just, like, step out the tunnel, and you see it, and – you're so small, you're like, holy hell. Like, obviously, you're not thinking holy hell there, but, like, just straight. It's a shock. Yeah, when you walk, just, when you see the whole field in yeah, front of you, you actually see it for your eyes, yeah. it's a shock. It gives me goosebumps, honestly, thinking about it now. And then my dad, I remember he was like, all right, we're sitting up here, and we had to go up steps, and I was like, no fucking way. Like, I'm, like, five years old. My, like, the step is probably half of my shin. Like, I'm going to fall and hit my face. So, and my dad's, like, not holding my hand or anything, so I'm, like, grabbing onto the railing and stuff. Um, but, yeah, I just, I just remember, like, that little stuff and like obviously how the ballpark like smells there's so many um just smell like the onions stuff like that and i remember my first game at wrigley uh when you go to piss you have to pee in the 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 the, the troughs yeah like it's just such a unique um place and the the in the documentary they were talking about like how comiskey park is like built like a cathedral because the guy who built it was like um he like built churches and stuff and now that we live in Wrigleyville, like, I'm not a Cubs fan, but I still feel, like, there's some type of passion in me that is, like, I feel prideful for living, like, by a ballpark. And my ballpark is 35 minutes away, so even though I can't see it, like, still just the, you can tell the passion and uh, just the overall, like, just the ambiance about living around yeah. fucking Wrigleyville. It's, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. For our final segment today, we're going to do our Chicago Athletes Mount Rushmore. So for me, I've already said mine a billion times and I forget it all the time, but Michael Jordan from the Bulls, obviously you got to go with the GOAT. Paul Canerico, that's my boy as a White Sox fan. Um, P. Kane, Patrick Kane from the Blackhawks, and then probably Walter Payton. I'd go with Walter Payton from the Bears, just screams bear, you know. So Brian, what would your four... Chicago athletes, Mount Rushmore be. I mean, I think ours are pretty similar. I, I've obviously, I gotta go, gotta go with Michael Jordan. That's yeah. that's you gotta put the yeah, gold you, on the exactly. list. Exactly, you gotta put it on the list. Uh, I would agree with Walter Payton too for the Bears. It's just either that or Mike Dicka, but I feel like Walter Payton just yeah. And Mike Dicka is kind of like out of our. Like, he's, I mean, he's, Walter yeah, Payton's out of our realm too. But, but like, like Dicka's really really, yeah, yeah. really far. Um, I would I would say Kane as well for the Blackhawks. That's just he's probably probably the greatest American born. Hockey yeah. player of all time, so yeah. I think you, he, he's just a good it's choice. Such too. a beauty, bro! Like, oh my god! Yeah, like if you could pick a Chicago guy just to know? like represent, I think yeah. he, would be, he would be one that definitely you could pick. Yeah. Um. Then I, for I would go with the Cubs guy. Just obviously, I'm a Cubs fan, so I would probably say Ernie Banks. Yeah. Uh, it's it's tough between Ernie Banks or like Sammy Sosa, Mr. but with Cub. all, Mr. but you, Cub, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You got to take Mr. Cub. So yeah, that's all right. That's a pretty good pick. So um. Uh, I want to thank you for coming on the show, Brian. It was excellent talking to you. Thanks for having me. No problem.
All right, have a good one, everyone. Jared and I would like to thank you for listening to the Wrigleyville Bros Podcast. Make sure to subscribe to the Wrigleyville Bros Podcast on Spotify, Apple, Google, and Podbean. And make sure to tune in every Monday for new episodes.